It's Wednesday, June 9th. I'm Rudy. They say small towns are the heartbeat of America. And it's a hell of a heart rate with all that meth. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, what is happening, everybody? I am Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Stitcher. And we go live every single day on Instagram. It is uh, at Rudy underscore Povich. Today on the show, we handle a little bit of misery business in A-Rodge. Might be going A-Wall. Oh, but first, say hi to some people. What's up, Jamie? How are you? Hope you're feeling better. What's going on, Steve? My good buddy, Owen. Good to see you guys. Yeah, yeah. Olina? What's going on, Wyatt? Scooter? Ah, hell of a day today. Had some very lively conversations with some people. <laughs> Off the air. Which, uh... I still like that there is a sect of, of you know, not even media. I'm just going to say community, where you can have conversations with these people. You're such good friends that you know that whatever comes out of your mouth will never see the light of day on any sort of newspaper. And not that it's terrible, hateful stuff, but it's funny. And maybe it was funny 15 years ago. And you can't, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to get to these comments in just a second. But, uh... It's nice that you can still have those conversations and people can laugh about them. And then you go back out in the real world and you tone it down. It's like being around your grandparents sometimes. You learn how to censor yourself when you're around certain people. But then there's other people you can just let it rip. If you want to hear some very awkward and weird conversations, um, you know, just walk down the hallway of any radio station and you're going to find a bunch of old guys working with a bunch of young kids who are trying to figure out ways to keep their mouths shut so they don't get fired. <laughs> but then they make their way out to the ice shanty and they just let them fly. Hello, Lindsay. How are you? Jamie says, getting there. Seriously, your trip pics and video were fucking awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. That was a, uh, it was actually, it was a, a shitload of work to get all that gear and stuff up the mountains. And I'm glad that uh, uh, I decided to do it because I was just going to go like bare bones and just maybe bring one camera, one lens. But I brought it all, man. I brought all the cameras, all the lenses, all the drones, brought all that shit goddamn backpack it's not like i was fighting a war in afghanistan i mean i was walking up a trail with like a bunch of other you know white people so let's see who else is on here let's see wyatt what's up buddy how are you uh last day of school let's go fuck yeah go kinley's got one more day and then we are done thank god and then she goes back next year i feel bad for the kids that had to uh, spend this uh, last couple of, like, few days in school because it's just been, like, sweltering. And a lot of, I didn't realize this. A lot of these schools do not have any sort of central air. I suppose some of them, especially, like, my high school, Hibbing, Minnesota, when we were there, they were just finally starting to put in some, like, central ducts to be able to get some air to these classes because, Christ, you used to get, like, you know, be, like, 101 in the classroom and 97 outside. That's the joy of going to school in June. All right, let's uh, let's chat just a moment about uh, something that happened to me last night, and I found it to be quite funny. I went down to Acme Comedy Club in the Warehouse District of Minneapolis. While I was there, I ran into a friend of mine who's got a baby on the way. Hey, Mazel Tov, Congratulations! Bringing some life into the world. Fantastic. I hope you don't like sleep or money, because you are not going to have either for a while. But... Uh, 
I, I, I was just kind of having the conversations about like, hey, did you guys figure out what you're going to have? Because I feel like you should not know what sex your baby is. It would alleviate all the pressure. We would get done with all the goddamn gender reveal parties. Nobody gives a shit what your baby's gender is. You should care. If anything, you should tell a friend and then have your friend reveal it to you. Because if you know and then you tell all of us, we're just like, hey, great. Wow, right on. That's fantastic. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, but if we tell you what it is, that's very exciting. And I like that. If we could stop maybe blowing up towns and lighting forests on fires to be able to tell people that you're having a girl, that would be nice too. But uh, I don't know. Plus, there's nothing is secret anymore. Like, I remember watching one of my favorite singers of all time when I was a kid, Vince Neil from Motley Crue. We used to put these people up on pedestals. And now with the inclusion of social media and, you know, reality television, we're seeing, we're pulling back the curtain and we're seeing what these people are doing during their days. And I don't want to see any of that. When I saw Vince Neil get a facelift on VH1, I was like, what the? Wait a minute, this guy's rock and roll, man. This guy is totally, this guy like lights shit on fire and he goes to titty bars. Like, that's what I wanted to know about him. No, 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 that's not the case. Uh, he's getting, you know, Manny Petty's and a facelift. And I was like, what? Who is this guy? This is not the rock god that I thought he was. And I feel like it's the last thing that you can keep secret is your baby's gender. Plus, it's like a, it's a beautiful surprise and it really does keep you in, in the mindset of doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl as long as we have a healthy baby. And that really is the most important thing. And uh, I said, so, all right, uh, you guys having a boy, girl? He goes, yeah, having a girl. I said, that's fantastic. Man, I like, I like, I don't know if I would be a good dad to a son. I'm sure I would. But I feel like I'm a better dad to a daughter. A little more protective. You know, our kids, we just started, especially when we were kids, the daughters got treated like royalty and the sons were just basically like, here's a stick. Don't poke your eye out. We'll see you at dinner. But the girls get treated a little better. And I feel like if I were to have a son, I would just kind of let him go off. And You know, I, my cousin Chase has two boys who are hell on wheels. I mean, they might as well just have been born banshees. All they do is ride dirt bikes and crash into shit. And, you know, the one is like six. And like, what's your favorite thing to do? Chop stuff up. Like, <laughs> that's just, that's what, uh, that's what these, that's what boys do, you know? So... Uh, Lindsay Mary, royalty, dot, 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 question mark. I don't think I know what that means. Did I say royalty? Maybe? I don't know. What? Lindsay Mary? What? I don't know what I'm talking about. Did I say something royalty? I don't know. Either way. Uh, yeah. So, um, no, I feel like it's a good place to be with, uh, with having a daughter. And I, I, I told him, um, you know, uh, I had asked him, did you guys figure out a name yet? And he said, yep. And then went silent. And I went, are you going to tell me the name? And he went, ooh, you know, kind of got this thing right now where we're not telling anybody what the name is, all, only because somebody in our group told us, like our friends, what they were going to name their baby. And then somebody in our group named their dog that same name. And I was like, that's, first off, that's awful that they would do that. And secondly, I don't give a shit what your baby's name is. I'm asking you because I like you, and I bet I'll like your baby regardless of their name. I'm not going to go, like, name things that. I'm not going to be a dick. Just, what, your baby's going to be here in three weeks? I'm going to run out and, you know, foster a kitten and then name it your <laughs> name. It your name? Just be a dick? No. Just tell me your name. 
I hate that people just want to do, uh, always go, hey, man, uh, I got this thing going on, but I can't tell you about it. I get when Marvel Comics has a billion dollars on the line when it comes to making a movie, how they're like, hey, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, could you shut your mouth and not give out a bunch of spoilers? We'd appreciate it. That would be nice. Although with those movies, I don't understand why they, they keep everything so secret. Those movies will come out. All the superhero movies, the DC, whatever it is, all that shit comes out, and they get Rotten Tomatoes scores of like 32, and we still go see the movie. Like, that's how dumb we are. All right, let's uh, read a couple of comments here. So, Olina wanted a girl, ended up with all boys. Uh, Steve. Oh, my God, that's the whitest thing I ever heard. Go back to get that again. <laughs> baby names are top secret late, lately. They go for letters now. Baby A, baby B, baby S, baby R, baby P. Mm-mm. I guess I don't understand that one. Huh. You just get to initial your kid now? All right, Jamie says, dude, uh, unless you be your kid or unless you name your kid after a sound, it's not going to be original. So people got to stop with that. I agree. Yep. The hate vague post and conversation. If you don't want to say details, don't bring it up. Uh, yeah. Vague book. That was the term that somebody had coined It's called vague book. <laughs> when you just bring it up, you get those posts that people will put up and they'll go never again. I told you once and I said it would never happen again. And now look where you're at. I don't know. I don't know where that person is at, and I don't know what's going on with them because you're not giving me any goddamn details. So how about you do that? Uh, Olina, I wanted a girl and ended up with all boys. That's usually how it happens. Yep, that's why I don't... uh, That's why I stopped making babies. I got one. (laughs) It's a girl. I love her. She's fantastic. I never, ever, ever want to make another one. And especially when people have their first babies. I'm like, "What, what are you doing? Dude, you're starting an avalanche that you cannot control. Man, all these stupid people making more than one baby. What are you doing? Enjoy your life. You only get one. Use that money to go travel. Enjoy things. Supersize on the way home, man. Yeah, you're going to get a number one, but get a number one supersized. What are you going to do? Look back on your life and be like, oh, my God, as you're laying on your deathbed, I'm so glad I brought all these rotten kids into the world, completely destroyed my undercarriage and took all my money. No, you're going to be like, I'm glad I got a Big Mac with a supersized fry and a large Coke. That's the shit you're going to remember. Steve, white people hiking. Saw two ladies with hiking sticks and 200 buck hiking boots going into Caribou and Canal Park last weekend. That's the type of stuff I'm talking about. When I was hiking in Montana, I walked out of there and went, okay, that was hiking. That was terrain. That was rocks. That was giant. You're like hopping over down trees. That was hiking. That was up a mountain. Going, you know, 2,000 feet up. That was, that's some hard hiking. These people just like go out to Lebanon Hills and take a walk around the trail. Dude, you're walking in the woods. That is not hiking. (laughs) Uh, Lindsay says, my son asked when I'm going to have another baby in my tummy. I laughed so hard it scared him. Hell no. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see, uh, Lindsay Mary, not trying to hate, just saying back in the day, girls were not treated like royalty. We were given sticks, beer, and cheese, just like the boy toddlers running around Wisconsin. Yeah, but Mary, or Lindsay, don't forget that you grew up in Wisconsin. They treat girls different in Wisconsin. If anything, Wisconsin was like the first genderless state. They were pioneers. There was no boy or girl. It was just child. If anything, you guys were, yeah. Plus, I, and I don't want to say like they were treated like royalty, but just girls were just treated different from where I, and it wasn't like the girls were given dresses and the boys were given rags. 
Just the parents just treated the girls a little bit different. That's all. Which was fine. I'm okay with that. Lindsay says, fair. Thank you. Uh, Mira, Lebanon Hills is hiking. Sorry, I don't have mountains in my backyard. No, I, no it's not yet. No, not yet. You're getting there. You get, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's just walking in the woods. That's all. It's a good walk in the woods. Nothing wrong with walking in the woods. I'm just saying when people say, I don't know, I was thinking about uh, going a little, doing a little hiking today. Nope, you're not hiking. Just taking a walk. For most of us, probably on a paved trail, for sure. Now, is there some good hiking in Minnesota? Damn right it is. Uh, there are some great places you can go to in northern Minnesota along the North Shore. I would definitely suggest doing it, checking it out. You can go buy those $200 boots that Steve was talking about, grab yourself a caribou at Canal Park, and make your way up the North Shore. It's pretty awesome. Uh, this morning on the KS95 Morning Show, we debuted a new song. I don't know if we debuted it at all, but I feel like this is the first time we'd ever played it. Have you heard this? Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You. song i like olivia rodrigo um i really dig the fact that when she was on saturday night live she did two separate performances and both were incredibly lights out that girl's got talent she can sing i heard that song for the first time i'll kind of give you just a little uh, uh refresher I really like this song. She was the one who came out with that song, Driver's License. I heard this right away and thought, I feel like this is another song. And then it finally dawned on me. It's Paramore's Misery Business. Oh, listen to that. I love that gal's voice. Her name is Haley, I believe. So let's go back and forth. So this is Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, hang on. Damn it. And Paramore. Yeah, they sound a lot alike, do they not? I feel like that's a ripoff. And not that I care, but I'm just saying, like, in about six months when somebody comes out and they're like, this Olivia Rodrigo got busted for a little bit of plagiarism, uh, I just want to be the first. I just wanted to say I feel like I'm the guy who, who brought this up. I'm throwing it out there in the ethos. Amanda says, yes, absolutely, Scooter Paramore. Here's the thing, though. I've always said uh, I like my music, but my music is shit. I got the worst taste in music ever, but this song, this song is so damn good. I'm not only saying it because it's actually in the lyrics, but listen to this girl's voice. It's incredible. And this video is great, especially when you were like in high school when this came out. I mean, I was a little bit older. I think I was probably like low 20s. But uh, but then when this, this chorus jumps in, listen to that. So this girl can 
and sing, and these guys can play. And I've seen them live before. And there's a lot of bands that were in that realm of the like early 2000s, late 90s that couldn't pull it off. And you could drop this girl on top of any song in any genre, and she's going to sound amazing. Give her an acoustic guitar. It doesn't matter. She's really good. Uh, Jamie says, I disagree, considering that you like punk rock and Scott. Yeah, I, I suggest a lot of movies to people. And I have suggested um, some really shit movies that I thought were great. Uh, I suggest Saving Ry- uh, Private Ryan, and I also suggest Legally Blonde. So uh, there's a lot of range. My pendulum swings very wide. That was a But I got it where I want him now. Telling you. I mean, this gal can sing. She's good, right? There's some, like, great videos. If you ever want your kids to become singers or you yourself want to become a singer, go online and check out Haley from Paramore doing vocal warm-ups. It's, man, it's really good. It's incredible. She has got such, um, she's got such a, an amazing range. Uh, Olina, if you have shit taste in music, I guess I do, too. We like a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I dig that is, it's garbage. Like, I like Slipknot. I, I know that that's garbage. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold, garbage. I get it. But I just, I like them. I don't know why. But I also like Kelly Clarkson, and I also like Todd Snyder. Which both of those, I guess, are, like, really good in their own genres. But my favorite song from the 80s is also Starship's Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. So, uh, let's see what we got here. Steve makes you want to go on a road trip with a stick shift car. Hell yeah, dude. That's right. Uh, oh, my God. I leave for a second, and now we're at Misery Business. Hashtag high school anthem. Hell yeah. Let's just get to the end of this song. Because these drum fills are great. Ah, see, it's so good. <laughs> See, she knows. All right, there we go. I got that out of my system. I just wanted to make it clear that if in about six months you guys hear that this Olivia Rodrigo song, Good For You, which is a very good song, not knocking on it, I'm just saying, if they're like, hey, this ends up being a ripoff of Paramore's Misery Business, you heard it, you heard it here first. Because that's what we do here. We break news on a long walk to Cleveland. Did you guys also hear that Aaron Rodgers has basically said that he is not coming to early training camp and is now officially a holdout? Stop it, Olivia Rodrigo. We need to listen to some Packers news. It is what it is, man. We'll focus and we'll control and, and work on the guys that are here and try to help them become the best to their ability and coach the heck out of them. Yeah. Uh, listen. Everybody who talks about uh, Aaron Rodgers, a big baby, yes, he is. He's also the MVP of the league. He's also one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. And I hate it when people go, oh, oh, look at him. Look at him, big sports guy, getting paid all that money. He doesn't deserve that money. Bullshit. That guy deserves every single red cent that he makes. Because that organization, not only the Packers, but also the NFL, makes so much money off of that dude that for him to hold out because he feels like he's being disrespected, fine. We do that for so much less. Ask any mom at some point who has just been like, fuck it, I'm not doing the laundry or the dishes. You guys are on your own. 
She's going on strike. Ask any mom who has ever done that. They do it for pennies less, but Aaron Rodgers decides, hey, you guys have a billion-dollar corporation on my shoulders, and you're treating me like shit. You're drafting quarterbacks and throwing it in my face, and I'm the MVP of the league, and you guys don't make any changes that I ask? Then, yeah, I'm not going to show up. I agree with him. Sit out as long as you want, man. If you get traded, you get traded. Uh, let's see. Uh, Olena, I've been on strike for six years. My mom used to do that crap all the time, too. She'd be like, I'm done. I'm done. You do your own dishes. You do your own laundry. And a week later, walk in, laundry would be folding. I was like, nah, there you go. <laughs> we just stick to your guns, Mom. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, read a couple of comments here. Uh, Jamie says, can we just bring back Warp Tour? I'm in. Let's do it. I agree. I miss it. One of my favorite times at a uh, Warp Tour. I got two great Warp Tour stories, and we'll end on that. First one uh, was uh, Warp Tour with—actually, three. Warp Tour with OzFest. Christ, Jamie, you were probably a zygote when this happened, but uh, ugh, that's such an old man thing to say. But it was OzFest Warp Tour combined. Same show in Somerset, Wisconsin. Both were on tour. They both booked Somerset for the same day. It was like 137 bands or something like that. It was fucking amazing. It was one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. Uh, Deftones were there. Uh, That was the first time I ever saw the band Snot, uh, System of a Down, Ozzy Slayer, Tool, Seven Dust, Limp Biscuit was on that show. This was like when they were still cool with $3 Bill Yell before they sold out. Like there was like so many great bands. And then you went up to the Warp Tour and it was Save Ferris and Less Than Jake. And I think No Effects may have been on that show. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was like good stuff. And <laughs> we just got cut off of the Instagram live. <laughs> Apparently, Instagram is not a big fan of us uh, taking uh, some Paramore and playing it. Man, they are getting really, really good about being able to detect when something that you don't own is not yours. So I apologize for anybody who was on the live feed just now, but we totally got kicked off. (laughs) I'm, I'm not kidding you. It has gotten exponentially worse over the last couple of months about... YouTube and about Instagram and how fast and just, I I mean, they are starting to like bring down the hammer for anything that you don't own music to. For anybody who's, I just started the live feed again. So if you're hopping on the live feed and wondering what happened, uh, we got booted off because we were playing Paramore. They don't really like that. So you know what? They're worth it. Completely 1000% worth it. And I work for, you know, a lot of comedians that are doing podcasts and it seems like once a week, I'm having to go back and like edit podcasts that we already put up because, you know, Warner Brothers has sent a cease and desist because while she was talking to somebody, there was somebody who had their phone on and then it clicks into like a Post Malone song off their phone. And then they're like, hey, man, you have to take this podcast down and you have to edit it because there is unlicensed music that you don't own. And it's like, yeah, man, it's such a pain in the ass. So I apologize for everybody who just got kicked off the... the live feed of Instagram. Worth it, though. God damn it. Worth it with the Paramore. Uh, uh, let's get back to the uh, Warp Tour story. So all the bands that were there, they played. It was amazing. So many great bands that night. Also, there was a band called No Use for a Name. And in that band is a guy by the name of Chris. Chris also now plays for the Foo Fighters. So fast forward to uh, my birthday. I think it was like 2011. I think it was 2011. The Foo Fighters played a dude's garage up in uh, Maplewood. 
and I was lucky enough to be invited to it. Went and caught the show, hung out, band signed a bunch of stuff. I started chatting with Chris, and I said, hey, man, you know, the first time I ever saw you was with No Use for a Name at the Warp Tour in Somerset, Wisconsin. And he stopped me and was like, oh, my God, that was with OzFest, right? And I said, yeah. He's like, ah, I remember that day so well. Like, we played, and then a friend of mine who was working for OzFest said, why don't you hang out for a while? So I hung out, and then we ended up, like, kicking it with Zach Wilde and a couple of the guys. And next thing you know, I missed the bus to get to Kansas City. (laughs) And he uh, said he woke up, and he asked somebody. I think how the story went was he woke up, and he found somebody from the campground who happened to be on their way back to New York, to Kansas City. And he got in their car, and they drove him to the next stop so that he could play the show with no use for a name that next day. So that was awesome. Uh, The other Warped Tour story that I had was uh, I had brought my daughter to Warped Tour. It was in Canterbury, I think, if I remember correctly. There was only one band on on the entire— because I'd seen all the bands, you know, like Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake and all the other bands I really wanted to see. Um, some of the other punk bands you might not know of. I had already seen them all. There was one band I wanted to see, and they were called Dirty Little Rabbits. And Sean Coran from Slipknot, the drummer from Slipknot, it was his band. And there was like some great, great musicians that were a part of it. And the gal who sang for him just had like amazing pipes. So I, I took my daughter. She was two. And we... Walked in. They were the first band on the bill. It was like 9 a.m. And I'm like, God, this is going to be a long day, man. I'm going to be beaten in the sun. Like, I thought there's no way I'm going to be able to stay all day. So I want to go early, check it out, maybe stick around for less than Jake because they were on at like 5 o'clock and then I'm going to have to split. So finally the band starts. It's 9, 10 a.m. And I'm listening to them. They get a song and a half in. And all of a sudden my daughter just screams right in my ear. And I look down. I'm like, oh, my God, what? And she holds up her arm, and there is a bee, and it's stuck by the stunger, and it's trying to get out. So I slap the bee out of the way. My daughter's freaking out. I've never had her get stung by a bee before, so I have no idea if maybe she is you know, allergic. So I bring her over to the first aid tent. They put, like, this ice pack on there. The gal had, like, some sort of, I don't know, like anti-bee sting type thing, and... We uh, we went back to go catch the rest of the show, and we watched like another thirty seconds, and then the band was done. I'm like, all right, well, th- that's that's my day, I guess. So we walked around for a little bit. I had some friends of mine meet me there, and while we were walking through, at the time I was like twenty nine, thirty, and while we were walking through, a friend of mine <laughs> had looked over, and he's like, oh my god, he's like, have we aged out of this? If we we're not, are we too old? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like you're. You know, you're only as punk as you feel. So I feel good about that. And he goes, uh, he goes, I don't know, man. He goes, I'm looking around the group here and um, I'm on my second divorce. Your GI Bill just ran out. Uh, You just uh, graduated from um, grad school and you got a two year old here. So I think it's official. I think the kids that are walking around with the safety pins in their their earlobes, you know, the guys we used to be, we're, we're not that guy anymore. And I was like, damn it. But then we had uh, we left. I did enjoy the rest of the sh- the bands that I saw that day, though. I just remember being so goddamn hot and my daughter screaming right in my fucking ear. Uh, I've been to many a concerts. There was nothing louder than a two year old who gets stung by a bee and her face is right pressed up against your eardrum. Man, that one was awful. Oh, the other one that I was thinking of was uh, I saw the Warp Tour at it was uh, uh, the Metrodome. It was in the Metrodome parking lot. 
and Kill Switch Engage was playing. It was the only band I really wanted to go see because I love them. And we went down, <laughs> and we go down to go see see the band. And uh, Adam Duckowitz, who is not only an amazing guitar player, but also a former winner on The Price is Right. Go ahead and look up that video. But I remember him talking about he was wearing a trash bag. And I remember him saying, uh, if you see all the emo kids, make sure you roundhouse kick them. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because he's playing to a packed house of emo kids. And yet, uh, just has the audacity to throw it out there, man. But that's why he is who he is. Yep. Uh, did you get to Edgefest 99 in Somerset? Saw Cake Live. Yeah, that was like right on the cusp of Edgefest, Xfest. And that was like one year before my time in radio. So I never made it down there. Um, although like all those concerts, man, like were so awesome, you know, cake playing those. We used to go out and we'd watch flip flip was from Minneapolis. Damn dude. That band was fun to watch too. Uh, let's see. Uh, dude, don't talk to me about heat. I have no air conditioning whilst recovering from surgery. Such a bad mix says Jamie. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I get that. All right, guys, it's been a good show. I like this reminiscing, talking about music. Playing some Paramore, getting kicked off Instagram Live. That is how you do it. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Find us every day on Instagram Live. It's at Rudy underscore Povich. And once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.